Father's Day. Let's give our fathers a hand clap. Hallelujah. Well, all fathers stand. All fathers stand. We give you a hand clap. We thank the Lord for you. Truly, God is an awesome God. Amen. Praise his name. You may be seated. Now, all of us as fathers have built some things and we have broken some things. Isn't that right? We struggled and there were times when we were strengthened. In Ephesians chapter 6, which is a continuation of Ephesians chapter 5, Paul, the apostle, writing to the church at Ephesus, Acts 19 and 20, gives us some instructions for the family. Amen. And um, fathers are instruments for instruction. Proverbs 1 through 7, my son, insights and spiritual initiations within the family unit. Amen. They are providers for the home. They are protectors for the harmony. They are promoters, amen, for the help. And these fathers are also a priest for the family, meaning that they have headship authority to represent God in the home. Do I have a witness? Yeah, they, 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 they pray, they position themselves paternally to lead, guide, and direct. And let me say this to you, uh, Proverbs 14.1, don't turn, says, A wise woman buildeth her house, a foolish woman will pull it down with her own hands. Isn't that right? So God doesn't uh, make any exceptions that uh, the home is at stake here, and too often we listen to the world. Do I have a witness? We follow the mandates of the world. If you're married... Amen. And you're on a train of your marriage. The conductor says, this is the last stop. You shouldn't be buying tickets to nowhere else. You've been try you should be trying to get off the train. Yeah, I didn't get one amen, but I'm going to preach it. Do I have a witness? Talking about we, we're not compatible. Who is compatible? Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. Talking about it. Well, you know, the feeling is gone. The feeling always goes. Can I get a witness? We don't walk by feelings, we walk by faith. Can I get a, and so when that duck conductor says, last stop, you and I just ought to sit still. Can I get a witness? Don't be like Jonah getting a ticket going the other way. Don't try to jump off the marriage. Don't try to leave the children. Be, be still and know that I am God. And do I have a witness? And as a mother manages the home, the father is to manage and help with the discipling of the children. Amen. Ephesians 6, which is a continuation of Ephesians 5, and Ephesians 5 lays out, amen, the, the uh, duty and uh, defines the dedication to a marriage, how marriages ought to be managed, and then chapter 6 picks it up and says, children, technon in the Greek, children, and this word technon does not deal with age. They could be 19, 23, 24, 27. It means who's ever under your roof is considered a child. So turn to your neighbor and say, the roof is the proof. Isn't that right? Praise the name of Jesus. The roof is the proof. 
the roof is the proof and amen the word in the word home or in the word uh, uh, people say well you know I'm grown in the word grown is own so if you don't own nothing you ain't grown can I get a witness so if they still under your roof and they don't own nothing they a child they, they are a technon. Can I get a witness? They roll with the punches. Isn't that right? Leave that one alone. In the name of Jesus. Reverend Green said he went to his dad at an early age and said, I, I'm, I'm out of here. Too many rules. His father said, you look better going than coming. <laughs> he said, in fact, you got diamonds in your back. <laughs> I love that. Praise the name of Jesus. Fact, fact of the matter is, is that when we begin to look at this Chapter 6, chapter 6, we see uh, the continuity, the continuation of a family, and we see the rule of children. It says, children, technon, obey, that, and that word obey in the Greek means carry out at, in wartime an order from your commanding officer. It's not for you to think, think about it. It's not for you to reason with it. Uh, obey parents in the Lord, for this is right. And uh, honor, adult children, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you. In other words, you know, he's he dealing with the quantity of life. If you want a, qua a quantity of good life, then you got to be respectful. And then, and, then, and then we come to our text, verse 6, and ye fathers. Now, one person said, why didn't he address mothers? Because mothers naturally love and care for their children. It's natural. They nurture. It's natural. Fathers, on the other hand, sometimes we struggle. Can I get a witness? First thing, we have a wrong definition of manhood. Manhood is not you bossing people around giving orders. Manhood, biblical manhood is you serving in submission. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so when we begin to look at this text, there, there is a precaution here. A father is not to provoke, amen, one to anger or wrath. Now, uh, Colossians 3.21 used the word anger. Uh, Ephesians 6.4 used the word wrath. Don't ex exasperate. Don't deflate your child because you're too hard on them. Yeah. Use metaphorically, don't use anger to motivate them. Don't threaten them with unreasonable demands. I was saying this morning, I never demanded uh, out of my three children straight A's because I never made straight A's. So why, if I never did it, do I demand them to do it? Oh, I, oh, 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 I want them to do good. But you can't relive your life through your kids. Can I get a witness? You can't do that, saints. If, if you had a baby out of wedlock, you can't beat your daughter down and criticize and cuss at her as if she did the same thing. I'm preaching up in this place. If I went to jail at 16, I can't, amen, manipulate my family because of my inner guilt. Don't exasperate your children, that's the precaution, and don't make them live up to your expectations. You didn't live up to your daddy's expectations. We all have those cutaways. Don't we have those cutaways? Don't we all make mistakes? 
I, I, the, 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 the greatest thing I did with my kids was to confess that I made mistakes as their dad. I'm sorry, but I love you. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so don't, don't raise expectations that they, in fact, cannot keep. And pay attention to their bent, their personality. I was, I was kidding around Wednesday night and this morning with my son, who's 27. I made him play baseball, football, basketball. His heart went in that. He was out there because I made him. Are y'all getting this? I played baseball, basketball, football. So, you know, I'm trying to live through him my years. And it was frustrating him. That's not where his heart was. Do, do I have a witness something now? My son was into music, man. He was into playing the organ. He was into, uh, you know, writing music and all that. He, uh, so, but he outwardly had to conform to a dad that made him do what he didn't want to do. Somebody see where I'm going with this. So while he's out in left field and the boy getting ready to hit the ball, he's supposed to get in the stance and he out there going like this. And I'm on, a, I'm, I'm on the stand screaming at him. I'm going to knock your head off. Why? Because now you're embarrassing me. Who child is that out there in my <laughs> Don't Don't we try to control others to meet our fancies? Fathers, you can't do that. You got to study your children to see how God made them, to see what God made them to do, to see what God made them to go, and then you support that effort. Don't provoke your children to wrath. But secondly, a father is to properly provide a godly preparation. And it's called a nurturing, a discipling. He says, but bring them up with nurturing. Nurturing, a lot of women nurture much better than men. My wife nurtures much better than me. Nurturing is a tedious task that involves touch, time, and tenderness. Are y'all getting this? Where you are, just like a discipleship class, you're teaching them 100. You don't go in there and say, y'all dummies, you don't know this? You don't, you, don't, you don't beat them up because they don't know the Bible. I'm preaching up in this place. But, but, but you, you, you calmly and you gingerly and you with sensitivity Bring them up in the nurture. And, 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 this, and this nurturing that Paul is talking about is raising them in a way. Technon is child. Paideia in the Greek is training. Training them, that is directing them and uh, correcting them if necessary. Training them and the problem Amen. Today is that fathers didn't have good models or no models. Your daddy was out there drinking. Your daddy was out there running the street. You ain't no good model. We need models. Do I have a witness? We need men who are willing to model what it is to be a man. Not wearing white shoes, thinking you cool, whistling at women, getting high, getting drunk. Come on, running, lying. That ain't a man. A dog can have another dog. I'm preaching up in this place. A real man takes care of his family. A real man makes sure the home is intact. 
A real man loves the Lord with all his heart. A real man will serve his family and you gotta love the children's mother. A child's security is not in having a mother or father. A child's security is seeing the mother and father love each other. You can't be going to your children talking about your daddy ain't no good. Models. Then ministry. You help to mature them. We grew up under the three R's. And I'm not talking about arithmetic. Respect. I, look, from an early age, I had to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. When I got here to St. Matthews and started, I ain't saying that remind me of slavery. Well, you, you in slavery anyway, so uh, the bottom line is you're still in bondage. I had to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Couldn't say, yeah, hey, dog, what's up? I had to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. That's the way we was raised. And then my mother was talking, I was up in her face, she said, get out of here, ain't nobody here your age. Can I get a witness? Y'all on Facebook with your daughters and sons, they know it. Look, yeah, 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 we, yeah. Every, every, everything is buddy, buddy. That's what's wrong with the home. There's no separation, I'm preaching up in this place, between a parent and a child. Paideia. Mm. There, there is, thank you, Jesus, in this home that Paul is preaching about, Lord have mercy. It reminds me of them old karate pictures from the 70s and 80s. I was in the karate pictures, man. Uh, not only Bruce Lee, but, you know, Georgie Howe. <laughs> I was in all these karate pictures, and all, all of them was out, out to get revenge. Shaolin Temple. So here's the teacher training a student, and he's telling the student, get a mop, and I want you to go from side to side as fast as you can to mop this floor. And then I want you to look up in the trees, those spider webs, get a broom and hit the spider webs down. And the, and, and the student was getting depressed. He said, well, why am I doing this? ain't got nothing to do with karate. And, and the man would just say, just do it. And the more he did it, he found out later on that what he was asking him to do that made no sense was actually teaching him a lot of sense. Because when he stopped learning the eagle claw, the praying manis, I'm preaching up in this place, the taekwondo, I, I, I don't want to split my pants, I got to go to the airport. Then. But when he started, when he, when, he, when he started with all them forms, by, by mopping the floor, that was a move in karate. Oh, y'all ain't getting this. By getting the webs out of the tree, that was a move in karate. Sometimes God is putting you to do something. It doesn't make sense to you. Why am I doing this? Why is this so hard for me? This doesn't make any sense to me. But somebody said, we'll understand it better by and by. Somewhere down the line, God gonna say, that's why you had to do it. That's why you had to participate. That's why I had you do this, because this is part of your training. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for all the object lessons. Thank you, Jesus. Can I get a witness? 
My mother taught me how to cook and, I, and never let me cook. She would just say, watch me. Do I have a witness? I can't have you burn up the bill. Your father's coming home from work, but just watch me. Can I get a witness? And I cook better than most of you women. You ain't got to say amen. Let me say it for you. Can I get a witness? I can cook my backside off because by observation, I started cooking long time ago. Can I get a witness? And everything that I learned as a child, God brought it back. Do I have a witness? I don't have no problem taking orders from authority because I took orders all my life. Yes, ma'am, no, sir. Can I get a witness? Going in the military was a whip. Can I get a witness? Somebody see where I'm going with this. Uh, do I have a witness up in the house? Respect. Restraint. 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 Yeah. Instant gratification. It's something you and I got to deal with. Because something feels good doesn't make it good. Can I get a witness? Ah, responsibility. God was teaching us all these things. And then thirdly, God, the Father, is to promote principles. He says in the admonition, that's the warnings of the Lord. As Abraham was impactful in Isaac's life and Moses was imperfect in his life. You know, as great as Moses was, God was going to kill Moses because he didn't circumcise Gershom, his son, and his wife Zipporah looked at Moses with a knife and said, you gonna, he, she said, you ain't nothing but a bloody man. She had to do what he wouldn't do. And so often the mothers got to do what the fathers don't do. Can I get a witness? So often the mothers are the one that's got to carry the home. So often the mothers are the one that's got to do the praying. The mothers are the one that seek God. The mothers are the ones who pay the bills. There's truth. In the name of Jesus, a father's a model, a mentor, a maker. And the greatest man in the Bible, the greatest father, David wasn't the greatest father, Abraham wasn't the greatest father, Moses wasn't the greatest father, Joseph, mother, father of Jesus, was the greatest father to me in the Bible. And it doesn't say much about him. And Joseph was a just man. He was responsible for raising Jesus. He was a carpenter, and Jesus became a carpenter. Can you imagine raising God up in your house where you can't cuss and can't fuss? Uh, do I have a witness up in the house? Joseph was a just man. And you know Joseph was a great man because any time uh, the wife comes home talking about I'm pregnant and it was of the Holy Ghost, I told Sister Gordon, she came out, run out of there and I get my bags and leave. Uh, but Joseph had a dream and God said, no, 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 I'm in this thing. Can I get a witness? And Joseph raised up Jesus and then you don't hear no more about Joseph. He died because he did his part. Fathers, you got to be precautionary in not deflating your sons and daughters. Your son is looking at you as to what a man looks like. Now, if you're limping around here all messed up, that's what a man looks like. Your daughters are looking at who, what is the kind of man I should choose for life. You laying up ain't going to work, what, what kind of man is she going to choose? It's tight, but it's right. So, 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 child of God, child of God, child of God, a father has to encourage, enlighten, equip, and enable his family to keep on keeping on. 
You got to grow up. Be mature. Stop being touchy. Stop demanding things your father didn't demand of you. Can I get a witness? Yeah. You got, and you got to treat all your children the same way. Some of y'all got six kids. You only talk about five of them. How are your children? Oh, they fine. Well, don't, don't you have another? It's like David. Isn't there another ruddy boy out there raising sheep that we don't know about? Talk about the ones that is not doing good. Say, uh, uh, I got five that's doing all right, but we need to pray for the sixth one. Be honest about your children. Because the prodigal father had a lot of mercy. Prodigal father had a lot of patience. He waited for his son to come to his senses. And then with open arms, took him back in. Can I get a witness? Is your door closed for good or you want to open it up? Are you willing to bring back those who have been rebellious? Fathers, you are the priests of the home. You're the headship of the marriage. Give me a break. Your family ought to be looking to you for sustenance, protection, provision, promotion. Do I have a witness? And child of God, as we grow Christ-like, our family ought to start applauding. Like the virtuous woman and her children will rise up and her husband also and call her blessed. Can I get a witness? Your children ought to rise up and call you blessed. Your children ought to thank God for you. Can I get a witness? Oh no, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We've made our mistakes, haven't we? Uh, yeah, we did. We went right when we should have went left. We went left when we should have went right. We should have said something when we didn't say something. I understand that. We're imperfect. We're sinners saved by grace. But I dare you today, call your children up and say, baby or son, your daddy loves you and I haven't been perfect. I've made a lot of mistakes with you, but I just want you to know where my heart is. I love you. And watch how far that goes. They already know you made up, messed up. They're waiting for you to be a real man. Can I get a witness? All we need this morning is a few good men. We just need a few good men. Hoorah. We need a few good men. We, we need a few good men. We, we need a few good men. Just a few good men. Well, all men stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Now repeat after me. I, I am not perfect, am but from this time on, I'm going to take care of my own. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to provide for them. And I'm going to pray the peace of God in their lives. And the Lord will do it if we are steadfast. You may be seated. Church, say amen. If anybody here that wants to be saved or join the church, we have one this morning. Just raise your hand. You want to be saved. Anybody wants Jesus in their life? He died for your sins and buried and rose again. Is anybody want to be saved this morning? Just raise your hand. Praise the name of Jesus. We love you. Now it's offering time. Yeah.
And God loves a cheerful giver. We're taking up two offerings. Our first offering is our tithes. What is a tithe? It's a tenth. If you make $300 a week, God's asking for the first $30. $200 a week, the first $20. He said, try me, test me, and see. You need to honor God with the first fruits of your money. Bless him today. And the choir will sing. Gary Tunstall, come on up. Come, come, come on up, Gary. Come on up. God, God, God bless you. Second offering is a TV mission. Come on up, man. Don't be scared. Take a TV, TV missionary offering. Praise the name of Jesus. Church, say amen. amen. Pastor, got to catch a flight. Love you. Pray for pastor. Bye. Let's go.